Sorry about the lack of Mike's audio towards the end of the movie review. The entirety of the none audio that Mike recorded did not actually get recorded. So you can kind of hear him in the background. We apologize for that quality drop. And we will make sure that we don't have those kind of issues in the future. Thanks for listening. The KMM Movie Review For another nipple twisting ah. <laughs> review, triple pinched my hairs. We got a triple feature. Yeah, sure, triple feature, triple feature review, a triple threat. Yeah, we got a triple threat. Are we gonna pass? Are we gonna dribble? Are we gonna shoot on that ass? <laughs> Stay tuned, and you'll find out. We got three movies that you're gonna find out. Let's get through these pretty quick. If they're good or not. The three movies are, we're going to go in order that are we, we watched. That Our order? viewing yeah. order. Viewing, viewing order. order. Searching. Peppermint. And The Nun. The Nun. The Nun. It's been a while since we've seen Searching. So. That was last week. Was it last week? That was last week. Yeah. It was. <clears throat> yeah, we only watched one movie last week, mm-hmm. which was Searching. Mm-hmm. Then this week we watched Peppermint. the other two, Peppermint and then The Nun. The Nun. So those two will be the freshest on our mind. But I guess let's go ahead and jump in with Searching. Synopsis, synopsis. time. Come on, Keith. It's you got to get better easy. synopsis from you, dog. What? I think they're, they're usually pretty good. Shut up and give the synopsis, Come bitch. I, 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 we grade your synopsis when you're done with it. Would sure. you watch it now or give the garbaggio? Just based on my synopsis? Yep. No, no, no. We're going to grade your synopsis. You can't give it a watch it now. You're not watching anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just means I approve of it. Okay, fine. Anyway, searching. Starts out with a family. A, I guess, are they Korean? Yeah, I, think so. Korean? I, think I think they're think Korean. So. Korean family. Uh, wife. For a second, yeah. I thought you were talking about peppermint, and I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, <"This is> Korean!" <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, because they were making kimchi gumbo. So yeah, Korean. yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Jennifer Garner is actually Korean. No one, no one knows that. <laughs> okay, go on. Anyway, <clears throat> Korean family. Mm-hmm. Um, start out with like a a good little walk through internet memory lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the family is going through milestones. Uh, with their daughter. Um. Turns out the wife ends up getting sick, and then she's not kind of jump no longer in the picture. Yeah, she passes away. We kind of jump forward to seeing some stuff with the the only the father and the daughter, and this entire movie is told through interaction with the computer screen. Mm-hmm. So, or a phone. The father ends up basically just trying to cope with it in his own way the daughter is trying to cope with the the death of the mother as well they kind of grow apart and then she ends up going missing so the whole movie is basically about the father doing everything that he can uh to find his missing daughter working with a police detective who's on the case and then we get a, a couple nice twists in there some good turns and uh, we have to keep listening after the spoiler-free aspect to find out how this all turns out. Scores. So let's go with the ratings. I'm going to score that synopsis. Wait for it. Whatever. <laughs> all right. Scores. You first. Me first? Yep. Mike first. That way you can't have a tainted view I never, I never have any of y'all scores in consideration with mine. Okay. Per the uh, uh, Dunkirk or whatever, um, I would give this movie a solid eight point five. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'd give it a watch. That shit now. All right. 
I was going to give it an 8 out of 10, and I'll All watch right. it now. Hey, I'm going to go with the 8.5 out of 10. I think it's a, a real solid movie. And I think I'm going to go for a wait for it. as a Just watch it when you can, because it it's worth watching, but I wouldn't say it's like, go out and watch it immediately. Good. So, let's talk about it a little bit more in depth now. The, like the, all the stuff with like the look. I was scared when it started because it started off just like, <laughs> just like uh, that other dumb the dark movie. web. Oh. The dark web. <laughs> I was like, friend of the dark God. web. Yeah. No. Yeah. So they did spend a lot of time with the whole like, oh, this is the internet. You're gonna see like, oh, here's old YouTube and here's... it was good though. It was very accurate. <clears throat> yeah. Like, it updated yeah. over like, time. Yeah. Like they yeah. used they used the old YouTube. I was like, oh, dang, I remember this. Yeah. And then they had Windows XP. Yeah. So like it was like that whole beginning part was like, ah, oh, this is this is interesting to see all this old stuff I haven't seen in years. And then transitions over to like Apple stuff. So like they're using Apple computers. Mm-hmm. Um, Which made the whole movie real seamless, smooth. Oh, yeah. All because of the Apple stuff. Yep. The build quality was great. That's exactly what. Biatch. <laughs> anyway. So, if you have seen any of the Unfriended movies, you kind of have an idea of how the movie is structured. Yeah. Um, Because it's all like webcam chats, FaceTime stuff, uh, reading text messages, um, looking at Facebook. And then I guess, I don't even know if, what was that one social media platform where like she would just stream and people could like leave her notes? It's like you stream or something. Yeah. I don't know if that's real or not. Yeah. I don't know if that one's real. Anyway, they had so, Tumblr. Yeah, they have all the social media stuff that you can really think of that a teenager would use. Um, so it's just like basically the father going through all of her social media stuff and realizing that he doesn't really know his daughter. Like he thinks she's super popular at school. He thinks that she's going to her piano practice like she's always done. She takes the money for it. But. Basically, the father, John Cho, his coping mechanism for the death of his wife is just, he pretends, pretends like happen. she's not there. Like, she never existed, basically. Because like, you see, like, early on in the movie where he um, he's congratulating, or he's like, oh, I'm, I'm so proud, right? Oh, yeah. Or he's typing it in to, like, his <clears> daughter. He's like, I'm so proud of you. And then he goes in to say... Uh, mom would be proud of you too. Jesus. <laughs> That's why I hate that damn website. Um, <laughs> but uh, he goes, he, he types in, and mom would be proud of you too. And then he like deletes it slowly. Yeah. It's like you, you, his thought process is like, I probably shouldn't mention her because it'd make her sad. So I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah. Like it seems like he's doing this from like, trying to be a good dad still like but he thinks that talking about the mom at all will just be hurtful to the daughter but Mm -hmm. really the daughter needs to talk about it like she doesn't want to forget her mom and she just feels like her dad's trying to forget about everything and that's not what she wants so like partway through the movie well it's like first he meets up with the the detective who is uh deborah messing I think all the acting in the movie was, was really good. Yeah, it was good acting. Um, especially considering, like, doing it in that way, like, where it's mostly webcam stuff, like... How much can like, you really get? Yeah, like, the acting quality, at least from uh, the only other movie that I've seen done in this style, pretty crappy. Um, but I guess it does. it also does show that having some quality actors goes quite a long way. Yeah. Um, because they they were able to tell the story really effectively through all the computer screen stuff, um, but he's working with the detective. He's actually figuring out clues. Um, he ends up thinking that his own brother is like having sex with his daughter, which was That's weird because those those texts that he was reading, yeah, I mean, they sounded yeah. real sexual. <laughs> oh, I know. I was just like, like oh. oh. I don't think we should do like, this oh, ever that again. That son of a bitch. 
Yeah, because it's like can't believe we're doing this. Yeah, I can't believe it, I feel so bad about. about I feel so bad doing this, or I feel dirty doing this, or it's like worded. Yeah, very much but like. It's, but then again, it's like why would she keep those texts there, and then why? Why did he check texts before between? Those I mean, two? yeah, you could look at it that way. So I, I then think, you're led to believe that the brother was a banging his niece, and that he knows more than what he's letting on about the whole situation. And I feel like at the beginning of the movie, that's kind of where it wanted to go. Because at, at the beginning, oh yeah, yeah, the, I was like, because mm, his brother was like being pretty. I was like, oh well, you know, maybe you should just check in with her friends. Maybe yeah. she's just out somewhere else that she didn't tell you about. Yeah, oh, and then he, because um, the. Uh, John Cho or whatever, he goes, oh, yeah, um, uh, she said she was going to be out all night. And then oh, he's right. like, all night? Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, all night. And he's like, oh, okay. That's weird. That's weird. I think he said something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then that's when you hear like a knock at the door, and he's like, oh, I got to go. Yeah. I was like, man. <laughs> but then you find out, no, he wasn't banging his own niece. He was just smoking weed with her. Just smoking weed with her. And talking. Being a good uncle. And talking. Being yeah, a good uncle. The uncle was the only one of the close family that would actually talk about her dead mom. Mm-hmm. So they smoked some weed and talked about her dead mom. Yep. And uh, I actually, I guess, thinking back now, like whenever was the it, knock on the that, door. Was it John Cho's character's brother? Or yeah, was yeah, it the brother yeah. of the... Um, nah, no, it was, no, it was John Cho's John brother. brother. So... I, it probably was the niece yeah. who knocked on the door because she was. came to get weed and then left. And she left because she had like this pond that she liked to go just chill by, <laughs> and she was there smoking some some reefer. Some of that reef and um, some of that Kush. Some of that devil's some lettuce. of that OG sticky icky icky icky. <laughs> <laughs> then like while all I that love stuff, marijuana cigarettes. Uh, well, we can tell <laughs> you are definitely mm-hmm. very knowledgeable about the. The weed. <laughs> but the cushy. The marijuana. Is that what they call it? Okay, go on. Anyway, the uh, and John Cho goes to confront his brother about the whole incest train of thought. He puts up all these like security cameras, and we think, oh, he's about to, he's and his about brother to get him. Get a little guilty as fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, get his ass, John Cho. <laughs> get his ass. Like it, it, it builds up, but it's real intense. You're like, oh man, he's about to like beat him, beat him to death. Because mm-hmm. like one of the reason, one of the messages said like, oh, if my dad knew we were doing this, he'd kill me. He's like, That's oh yeah, you your dad would kill me too. <laughs> just like, whoa. <laughs> so, turns out since they're just this smoking weed, John Cho misses some calls from Deborah Messing. She's like, oh, we got the guy who we got him, who got your daughter. But he left a confession tape. He said that he raped her and then stuffed her body into some suitcases and dumped her body out somewhere. So she's dead. Damn. Jeez. And so apparently the guy who made the confession tape then like committed suicide. But then we get a big twist. Another twist. The fattest twist. (gasps) I'm talking about a twist you didn't even see fucking coming it's it's a twist that's like whenever you actually think back to the clues that they left about it mm-hmm. you're like they we're all there oh i can yeah this actually this makes complete sense they were all there and just because they at one point like there's this chat service the Ustream thing that uh the daughter used a lot she I think had... it was called actually chatterbait oh yeah <laughs> everyone should go ahead and look that up <laughs> no, don't do that just go ahead and post your videos yeah, yeah. um anyway she was using this site and like there's one person who would constantly come in and talk to her and it was supposed to be this girl who was dealing with her mom having cancer and she had to leave college because her her family couldn't afford her to be at college anymore and it was like a very clearly just a stock photo image so like whenever that first got shown i was like oh man this is there's definitely something fishy going on with that account yeah and then they just kind of they kind of like blew through that and they're like oh yeah i contacted her and so i was like oh okay i guess movie logic mm-hmm. that was Didn't a real photo out. so we're good right yeah, just yeah she works at a diner her boss said she was at work yeah so fish and chips they 
we had no to reason me, that to, didn't to really kind of connect anyway anyway because at that point they were still investigating if she was if she ran away yeah like well yeah they settled on her running, running away. away and then they're like oh yeah we called out. her yeah her boss said that she was on a shift so it doesn't mean there's no connection between her running away and then her being on a shift you can still get on a plane and fly while someone's on a shift and then go to their house or whatever so that doesn't make any sense to me but it, it just i think the way that the movie was structured it just it definitely made it easy to be like okay yeah there's nothing yeah nothing serious to think about there yeah they thought she ran away uh she made a transaction of what it was like two thousand five hundred i think twenty five hundred yeah, yeah, two thousand five hundred dollars. Like, oh, this I see this. That supposedly time. she paid to herself. Yeah, so it was like, oh, she actually is. It looks like she's laundering money, so maybe she got involved with yeah. drugs. And she and ran so away. Then she they show away. her last turn, which is they show her show her on surveillance making her last turn, the last time they see her vehicle and it's leaving town. And they say by herself. Yeah, yeah. so they the cop convinces the husband. Or the dad, that she ran away. But then the dad does some more investigating on his own and finds out that the pond that his daughter had been looking at in all these videos and stuff finds out it's off the the highway that she was turning onto out of town. So then he calls a yep. police officer and they go there. They find the car, pull it out, guess Wait, what? How they, find the, they find the little Pokeball, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then they search like, the river. Chain, and then the police get called out so they search the little pond or whatever it is mm-hmm. then they find her car the money the money's in there they find money the twenty five hundred dollars they find some blood in there so they're like oh well everything like then they mount this whole big police search and they say like oh well these two zones have already been covered because they're too treacherous for regular people to go so we already sent people to search it and we didn't find anything so then this whole big manhunt happens Ultimately, what it ends up being is Deborah Messing's son, mm-hmm. who I can only assume is autistic. Mm-hmm. She keeps talking about, "Oh, my perfect boy. He, if he was just in prison, he would he would not do well. He's special. He's a very special boy." Like, fuck him <laughs> every night. So she keeps talking about that, like how her she's basically willing to do anything for her son. Mm-hmm. And they, this is one of those things that they leave clues about throughout the entire movie. Yeah, but it's like, damn, you <clears throat> well, were not playing with that. There's that one, the major scene where it's like, man, this, this is like what seals it for sure. Is that scene whenever John Cho and um, Deborah Messing are talking, and she's like telling him that he can't be involved with the case anymore. And then the son like opens the door, and she's like, Robert, let me deal with this. It's like, oh, why would you say, let me deal with this? Yeah. That's a weird <clears throat> choice of words. Anyway, ultimately, she was covering up that her son was obsessed with John Cho's daughter. He was fishing chips. He took on this persona of some college girl. She sent him the money, the $2,500 that was supposed to be for him to, for her to stay in college. Then he felt bad about it, so he decided to go to the pond where she likes to hang out. She was smoking some pot there. He like just apparently got in her car and like tried to give her the money and she like freaked out. Understandably. Mm-hmm. Some random person just gets in your car. So she like kicked him. He was the one who left the blood in the car. She gets out and she's like running away from him. He chases her and then like she keeps hitting him cuz she thinks he's trying to attack her. Then he pushes her down a ravine. And then he calls his mom. And then thinks his, she's dead. Yeah, has everyone like those two think that she's dead because they're like, oh, she fell way too far. She's definitely dead. And so Deborah Messing messes up the entire investigation. But she gets found out. Then covered everything up. The and then daughter, there's another twist. Uh, I mean, what do you call it? A twist? Yeah. I mean. Basically, there was a rainstorm on like the second or third day <laughs> yeah. of the search. Deborah Messing's like, "Oh, she's definitely got to be dead because it's been she's been five days without water, so she's definitely dead." 
Uh, even if she didn't die from the fall, she died from dehydration. And then John Cho's like, no, it's only been two days. Because there was a rainstorm, so she's got water. So then they turn everything around and they find the daughter. They pull her up and everything's happy at the end. They jump forward two years to 2019. Because this whole thing takes place in 2017. And... uh she gets into the, or she's waiting to hear back from like this piano school that she wants to get into, and she's all happy go lucky. And John Cho finally says that her mom would be proud of her. Relationship so. mended. Relationship goals. Yeah, I mean, it was told really well. Like, I didn't feel like the way that they did it hindered it. Mm-mm. Potentially, it could have been better done in a more traditional style, but I thought it was. Well done. Thought it was good. Good movie. I feel like if it was told in the regular way, it would have been boring or not interesting. I mean, maybe since it was done this way, it was more interesting. Yeah, but the it seems like the demographic for the movie was definitely more of like Parent. older people who have kids. Oh, for that sure. was like, hey, like Mike said, 80. after he left, he felt bad not knowing his unborn child. <laughs> I was like, dang, I, I feel I bad for not talking my to my kid. I don't even got one. I'm trying to figure out what my non-existing <laughs> kid's doing right now. There were a bunch of uh, older people in the theater while we were watching this. And so there were like all these gasps. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> How terrible. Well, to me, like I liked the movie. It was really good, right? I gave it an 8.5. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. There were some things that mm-hmm. I was still a bit confused or like just didn't really make too much sense Mike like with the um, with the, the guy who ended up taking the fall for it and then killing himself yeah right he didn't kill himself I know she killed him but it's like why would you take the fall yeah. for it yeah why would you take the fall for it this person's gonna shoot, shoot you, you anyway. anyways doesn't make any sense yeah that make any sense I mean and then it was like well I mean you can you couldn't find anybody else like this person. You took a picture with this person. I think it's it's one of those things that it's kind of just suspension of disbelief because mm. it and makes then, like, it better that there's clues that you could mm-hmm. look back to from the beginning of the movie and then be like, oh, actually, yeah. The dad, the dad finds out that that guy didn't do it because he sees a picture with that officer because one of our accomplishments. No, is no, that- she finds out that. Well, first off, she finds out that Fish and Chips was using a stock photo. Yeah, he finds a stock photo. He finds out that's an actual model because he calls, and then it's like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he looks at that lady's, the officer's picture, like it accolades, and one of them's like she started like some kind of business for ex-cons or something. Mm-hmm. And the guy who admitted to kidnapping and uh, killing his daughter is in a photo like right next to her. <clears throat> yeah. I think like, that's just one of those things like, yeah. I feel like from you just a, let your kid, what is he like, 16? And I he's guess. kind of autistic. Okay, go to the ravine, find the girl. She's still alive. Save her. And then be like, yeah, um, my, like, my, my son made a mistake. He didn't know how to act or react to this. He's retarded. He's a little <laughs> bit, he doesn't you know, know how to react to social situations just like normal people. Um, you know, this is his first offense. Is there any leniency here? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Or we can just cover up the whole thing and then have it be a murder. But right? then it, it wouldn't be a movie. I know. If it's just so, like the movie is. It was a good movie, though. It was yeah, good. Like, it, it was, was good. Together, it was, the story was good. It was believable. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like it's not too far fetched. Because, like, if. You as a parent thought that your child had just murdered someone, and you mm-hmm. had the ability to cover it all up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he also finds out that the detective wasn't assigned the case; she volunteered. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like he's like, "What? Wait, wait, she wait, 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 wait." Yeah, I think it was just it was handled pretty well. Like it, it, it gave you it enough information where you were like you were the one doing the investigating. You're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So yeah. now, okay, this connects to that." Yeah. It was good. So, yeah. Solid movie. Solid movie. Watch it at some point. Yeah. Google Docs paid for a lot of ads. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, the next one. Next movie is Peppermint. Peppermint. Synopsis. Synopsis. A family gets gunned down by the cartel. The cartel gets off because of corrupt judges and lawyers. Jennifer Garner doesn't like it. She spends the rest of the movie killing people because of it. Is that a good synopsis? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's what I like. That's a scores. Keith. I will we'll give go in it, reverse order now. I'll give it a five out of ten and a skip it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give I, it a six out of ten and a I'll wait for it. All right. I'm gonna give it a five as well. And I'm gonna say skip it. All right. It's not in the garbage level. No, I mean it, it wasn't. It was almost there for me. Just if the action wasn't where it where it, where it was. Then... Well, so it was it was another movie, and we've talked about this a lot because it keeps happening. That's Chinese produced. Yep. So China has like really strict like anti violence rules. And I'm sure that they were gonna they're releasing this in China as well. So I feel like it kind of suffered because of that. Like there were those handful of scenes where it's like, oh man, this is this was pretty oh, wait, intense. Hold up, you're saying this was a not violent movie? I'm saying it's not it's not like John Wick levels of violence. John Wick is extreme violence, but that's what the, this side. is that same vein of movie, or mm-hmm. it's like the revenge movie that is hyper violent. And I thought this movie you was root for the person violent. who's killing really? people. Yeah, I thought it could have been more. They like, they eh, it's not like close they to John had Wick. violence, but it was that kind of like. I don't feel like they, they were they, reserved in their violence at all. They yeah. didn't really show a lot of like the direct violence. It was the aftermath of the violence, which is what the Chinese I saw a lot of want. headshots. Yeah, but it was you saw that after the fact. It's like, oh, we see that she's got the gun in his face. Mm-hmm. And then we pan out to a car window and see the blood spat, spatter on the window. It's like, oh, okay. Like, or they could have just like and John Wick. Him. You see John people's Wick, heads get blown up. Yeah, just well, I mean that probably just become. Because with a higher production value and all that, this movie didn't look like it had a low production value. Like, I wouldn't say that it's low on violence. I'm just that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's low on violence. I'm saying that the violence was not the same level as what I would say I would expect from this type of movie. And you're saying it's probably because they had to tone it down to be released in China. Yes. So I think it kind of suffered from that because. Honestly, like if I'm going into a movie like this, I kind of want the John Wick levels of violence. Like I want to see someone who is just doing the John Wick's thing. Yeah, you don't see bones popping out of arms. Well, because I mean, we did see that guy get his foot blown off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was the one like kind of gruesome headshot where like she just shot the dude in the eyeball. But like those were the really the exceptions. Like most of the time, it was just kind of the. But it's like, oh, we if see that someone would getting... get by the China's regulation, and then why would? I mean, those scenes could have gotten easily cut. Mm-hmm. Like they could have just not shown the foot actually get blown off. They could have shown like a cut to like not actually show her pull the trigger. This is rated R, right? Of course, it's rated R, right? Yeah, it was rated R. They were, they were dropping f bombs left and right. <laughs> um, then why not make it PG then? At that point. PG. Then why not make it PG thirteen or whatever? I don't know. Go ask China. I'm just okay. Whatever. Keep going. I'm I'm just saying that because I know China has these extra regulations, I think that's a part of the reasoning for kind of the mm-hmm. they did extra camera work to not show direct violence as much as possible. So, not that it's necessarily a bad thing, just that I think for the type of movie, the revenge movie. It kind of suffers because John Wick kind of set that standard, and at least in my opinion. <clears throat> so, I guess the main thing for me is just that it is just like kind of generic. Like it's okay, her family got killed. Now she's gonna kill everyone. Mm-hmm. Nothing new. Classic yeah. revenge. Yeah. I just give it a wait for it, <clears throat> and when I mean wait for, it, I mean like wait till it's on cable. Be a good good movie to watch on cable. Yeah, I mean, like if if you uh, can Netflix, watch it for free, it's not it. terrible, but yeah. like. The skip it for me is just because like I wouldn't actively seek this out, like because we have the A list stuff. Like I didn't have to directly pay for the movie, so it's like okay, it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't like I was sitting there regretting my decision to come watch the movie. 
It was just kind of like, ah. Kind of like the mile 22 thing. It's like, meh. Yeah, man. Except I think they did handle the the action better. I liked it more than mile 22. Yeah. I, I will agree with like, that. Like, I was entertained watching the movie. I was like, that's entertaining. Mm. The, oh. action, the action was on point. It was, right? it was solid. Good action. It was they didn't good, have like extra lame camera story. cuts. Yeah, because the story it was, was lame. But I was like, this is entertaining. Mike has uh, some hard feelings about the cartels being the bad guys no, in it's movies. Just the, the, the bad guy was dumb. Yeah. It was just dumb. And they played it up, Dude, boy. He, he Boys looks tatted like... <laughs> up and shit. Just... It, it, didn't, it didn't make sense at all in places because it's like, okay, so is this like, is this a Mexican gang? Right? Because yeah, they said like, that they, they weren't had, like, actually the face, cartel. Like, MS. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's a Salvadorian gang. So, <laughs> I don't, what is this? Bro, Salvadorian's they don't know. a Mexican they know, they know, they know, Hey, they know that white people don't know. They know it. <laughs> yeah, I was watching I was like, I'm like, they really had to like, they're all fucking They went all shit. out for that. Because like the Skulls one, all over their face. With the lineup, so that's when it was most obvious. Cause it's like, Oh, it's the ones with the actual face tattoos. Hey, Holmes, what's up, <laughs> eh? Oh, fool. Hey, fool, we got to put a bullet in her, eh? <laughs> hey, the, my favorite line was like, oh, hey, my favorite line was like, hey, we calling shots, eh? <laughs> <laughs> we calling the shots, huh? While they're driving yeah, away fool. in an Escalade. Yeah. Just yeah. the shots, just the, fool. The, ba- the bad guy was dumb. At first, Diego. I was questioning. I'm like, is this guy even Hispanic? So yeah, he looked like, <laughs> he a, looked white like a white guy with a mustache. He looked like he looked like Chris Evans, like a vaguely Hispanic Chris Evans. Because <laughs> he, I did look at it. He he was Hispanic. Chris Evans like has made movies where he has like just the like the handlebar mustache like that. Let's like the cop stash. Uh-huh. He looked almost exactly like Chris Evans to me. Like I was like, this is like a Hispanic Chris Evans. And also the the like the second in command guy. <laughs> Look like uh, God, Tuco what's his name? from no Malik or ah, Malik, God, not Malik. It's that uh, Egyptian guy who's in Mister Robot. Oh yeah, he Malik looked like a Rami. muscle. Uh, he looked like a muscled up version of him. God, dog. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like the characters were just real. Stay here bland. with Boss. Yeah, hey, Boss, you okay? You okay? Also, hey, yeah, boss. Like, the end of the movie like made. The main bad guy just looked retarded because, like, he's beating up this woman and she's still just like making fun of him and he's not actually killing her. It's just the the trope with, like, oh, the bad guy is gonna delay. He could at any time he could kill her, but he just seemed like he was like a child, like, oh, she's she's making fun of me, guys. Um, ah, don't worry, I'm gonna beat her up some more. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it just like was dumb. And then, like, to me, the Jennifer Garner's character. Okay, so this is the order of events, right? Family gets killed, goes to the trial. Mm-hmm. They dismiss the trial. They're like, we're not even going to trial, right? She was and bribed, then, and then she she didn't take uh, the money. Though. She goes crazy in the courthouse. She gets you know um, detained. She ends up banging her head against some bars. Then she goes. She's going to go to a mental hospital. Then she busts out of the uh, ambulance. She smacks a cop goes in the head missing, with an oxygen tank. Steals 50K from her job. Isn't that much. And then she somehow has like 17 passports. And then is now international. Uh, she gets strained internationally. And then she somehow gets out of the country and gets back mm-hmm. into the country. Mm-hmm. When she's a alias. wanted federal. Because she... Cause she Brought from a bank. It makes yeah. her a, a federal <clears throat> um, most on the most wanted list, right? Somehow you got out, you got back in, and then bro, you heard what they said. She had a passport under a different name, bro. <laughs> okay, but same it's like, picture this is though. Just, hey, and I like how she's like, robbing all these stores, just not covering her face. Yeah, this she's is just like, like your next the door camera, neighbor. Camera, like my name is something north, whatever. It's my like, imagine if name your was. if your girlfriend was like you got killed. Uh huh. Could you imagine her like having some somehow stealing fifty k, leaving the country, get, being trained up in the UFC, getting all later. this military training, and then coming back in to avenge you? I mean, 
and then no. destroying an entire like but i feel like that was what syndicate. was supposed to be like what made this movie a different revenge movie because it's like <laughs> guess what she's just a housewife who works a job mm-hmm. oh no five years later she can murder everybody mm-hmm. but I, yeah I there's no like, there's no realistic way that it's gonna be like yeah she in five years she just became this what you guys think of the machine. twist though the cop i actually didn't really think that didn't he was gonna be it. i mean it wasn't that but did you see it coming though no I, I thought it i thought i was like why are they trying to shoehorn this yeah this i thought it was gonna be the connection between the mm-hmm. fbi agent and this cop oh i don't know it wasn't really so much focused on that i thought it was gonna end up being the mexican hispanic yeah. officer of course who was that's the one. where it wanted you to go well yeah, yeah. it set you up since the beginning watch mm-hmm. yourself eh? watch yourself eh? yeah because i mean they kept Pinchy doing that they were pushing yourself. that and then it turns out, oh, it's the the cop who you're seemed like prejudiced. he was. It wasn't prejudice. It was racist. the direction you're, you're that like they the were wanting me to go. I like how he gets blasted. He's like, oh, oh. He gets blasted. <laughs> his arms like he goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah, that was also dumb. Like the cops come in, he's like, oh, I'm a cop. I'm a cop, police <laughs> officer. And then, like the the leader of the the gang is just like, He's "Hey, a- you sold us out!" <laughs> boom, 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 yeah. boom, like in front of all these cops. Just, if they didn't know that, if they didn't have anything on you before, now they have a murder mm-hmm. of a cop. And the cops come in and raid, and then somehow this guy loses loses containment. Whatever. That, yeah. Whatever. That, that whole thing at the end. And the they kid, chickened I knew out. the kids were going to be used as a plot too. That's yeah. that's the worst part. Because that, that same. <laughs> hey, thing, hey, wait, wait. Do you like how the kid actors were only in one spot for the whole movie <laughs> till the end? They never moved. <laughs> yeah, just the girl. The girl wasn't bad. That little boy though. Don't like, hurt my sister. I feel like they used that same set piece in uh, Happy Time Murders. I mean, kind of. well, the one in the, that's supposed to be like Skid Row. Yeah, you remember like that little the part the part with all the bars, and then there's like a street, and there's like the sidewalk that she was like the van was parked <clears> right <throat> next to it. Yeah, that was the Is scene. Happy Time Murders based in L.A. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, I mean I've said Skid Row in multiple shows. Yeah, but that uh, I don't know if that's like the actual street for Skid Row, but. Hmm. Um, Are you talking that, about the one the where scene. he shoots in the bullet ricochets? Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the scene. That's the exact same road or street. Yeah. I was like, this is... I've seen this. <laughs> yeah, they probably did reuse it because it's probably like an existing... Yeah, I've seen it in like Criminal Minds. They yeah. put Skid Row on there. It looks exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. It's like the same. I think it's like they have a set for it. Yeah. It, it makes sense. But the whole end of the movie, it's just like they chickened out on actually doing anything meaningful with the movie because they're like, well, maybe people will like it enough and we can make another one. So guess what? Jennifer Garner gets away. She gets away again. She kills the main bad guy in front of cops. I'm going to shoot you in the face. And somehow, like, cops, like, shoot at her, like, 15 15 times. Like, there's probably three or four cops shooting and they all shoot multiple times. We need these cops on the streets. They can't hit anything. Because she seemingly didn't get hit again. Like, she just had a big cut in her side where she got stabbed. But next time we saw her, she didn't seem to have any additional wounds. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just not... Well, no, I think that way. She gets away, then she gets caught. Then she gets taken to hospital where she's chained Detained. to the... Or she's handcuffed to the bed. And then the... One of the two main detectives, the not dirty detective, <clears throat> gives her a key because he's like, oh, well, some of us in the department think that what you did was amazing, killing all these drug dealers and gangsters. I feel like the like the cartel shit is played out. Just stop. Well, the thing with it is it's it's an easy bad guy. Like People know enough about them to be like, oh, yeah, they're bad. Yeah, and you don't really have to have you don't have to give them a lot of backstory. You could just be like, and then that whole, cartel, the whole right, like the, the the Santa Muerte shit with the um the him Weeper. having the statue. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh, is they worship the devil? It's like no, it's not the devil. It's just it's they just made a saint out of death. Yeah, and then people just worship this because I I've seen like a if you ever watched the um it's imagery dark, that doesn't make dark sense. tourists. 
I haven't watched if you it. Watch but that. I know what it you'll, is. And then they, they do like Mexico or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh They he goes and meets the woman who started the whole something what the thing, and then she's like, "Yeah, I mean, when I started it, it was just like, I'm dying of cancer, so it's just me coping with it and just me being okay with death." And then, like, all these people that are out here, like, poor and stuff, you know, they worship because we, we welcome death. We don't welcome it. We're just okay with it. That's just, a, it's just like a saint. Yeah. And then they pray to the saint. And then, I guess, the cartel use it because they are, they're supposed to be fearless. Right? Don't be, don't fear death. Yeah. That's what you're saying. And now you have an embodiment of that. They're like, oh, there's a, it, within our own religion... There's a saint now that they came up with, and then now it's kind of our thing. So, it's like I think it's just de- it's like it's the devil. It's the imagery, like it looks evil, so it makes it easier for a West, like a, a primarily American audience to be like, oh, that's that looks evil according to my religious views, because mm-hmm. skulls and scythes are are linked with it's evil. Can we move past this movie now? Yeah, let's, God, go, geez. Uh, let's get on to... Uh, Look, okay, overall, don't watch it. Yeah, don't watch it. <laughs> okay, it's not, it's not a very good movie. If it's on TV, you maybe can catch it, but don't pay for this movie. And if you do, you're a dumbass. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, The Nun. <laughs> Last movie. Why don't you give it a carbaccio then? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, I mean, if you pay for it, you're a retard. <laughs> then okay. why, just say garbaggio. No, it's not garbaggio. <clears throat> okay, let's move on to The Nun. The Nun. The Nun. Synopsis. Queef. Synopsis. A priest goes to an abbey with a bunch of... uh, Where a nun hanged herself. Hung herself. Whatever, hung. He's there to investigate whether or not there are... The land is still holy. And whether or not the convent is actually sticking to their vows and basically it devolves into this whole big thing of a great evil from the time of the um, crusades yes uh, from the time of the crusades that tried to come into the earth and was thwarted by the blood of christ the holiest of shits (laughs) um uh, it's making a resurgence because World War II apparently reawoke it. Yeah. Um. So it's this nun and a and a father, a priest who um head there to try to determine what needs to be done and. A bunch of craziness ensues and apparently leads into all the other Conjuring movies. I mean, it's Eastern Europe, so probably. Because <clears throat> they bombed churches a lot because that was one of the few things that was built up high so they could see them. Scores. Score. I think Frank should start this one. All right, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10, and I'm going to give it a, uh, I'll give it a skip it. All right. I'll give it a skip it, because it's not the worst in the series. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not even close, dude. Uh, even I'll go close. next. I'll give it a 3 out of 10, and uh, a definite skip it. I don't think it's bad enough for a Garbaggio, but skip it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beep. 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 Just because it was trying, it was trying to be serious, right? As an, as a, like an actual. This is part of the series. Yeah. Uh, so, maybe not. This one 
This one might have killed it. <laughs> but, uh... <clears throat> this one's no good. So, we kind of talked about it after we watched the movie, but, like... They had a lot of jokes. At the end. It was... I think it was mostly that French-Canadian guy. Yeah, but he didn't start joking until the end of the movie. No well, there was... Canadian. So, it was kind of weird. Like, he... At first, he seemed like he was the one who was like... He's like, yeah, all this stuff is stupid... Like, none of this, like, religious and superstitious stuff is real. It's dumb. Whatever. And then, like, as soon as they get to the Abbey, he's like, oh, no, this is this is all real, basically. He's like, oh, this is, I feel like this is an evil place. The horse knows it's an evil place. What? I don't remember him saying it was not real. He was saying, like, because, like, like, the whole spitting thing, he's like, yeah, it's a stupid super superstition. But he didn't seem like he was religious at all. <coughs> but then as soon as they get to the church, like suddenly he's all like, oh, this is all real. It just... Tonally, the movie shifted a lot. For the most part, like the acting was pretty good. The main priest was kind of hard to understand. <laughs> <clears throat> I think he was Spanish. Like he talked like a, a Spanish person, but it was I don't it, maybe he was Italian, but he was just hard to understand like his accent made it hard to understand like a decent amount of what he was saying. Cuz like every single time we watched those the trailer for this movie, I never knew what he was saying whenever they're standing outside that door. Oh, I I didn't understand it until we watched the day movie. <laughs> Cause I thought he was saying like, like Chris, like a name resides here or something like that. But he's like, God ends here or something like that. Whatever the actual translation is for the, for the Latin one words that were there. Yeah. I don't know. I, that was just weird to me. Okay. The accent thing. But the whole the the French Canadian guy, especially at the very end, like they shoehorned in real hard the fact that this was supposed to be the beginning of the entire series. Because like the movie ended with them like defeating the evil, but then it's like oh, but guess what? Like somehow the dude got possessed. But we watched her like get the blood of Christ spit in her face and like melt into the ground, and the whole rupture thing closed. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the, like they they shoehorn it in at the very end because it's somehow she possessed the guy, or she did something to the guy. Well, apparently she put that snake in his throat and then got somehow he has like an upside down cross on his skin. Mm-hmm. It's like what? Left a piece of her inside of him. To me, the, what I have. <clears throat> I don't have an issue but with scary in movies. This situation, um, they used pretty much every scare was a jump scare. I don't so think there like, were any non-jump yeah, scares. Was, the only attempted scares was jump scare. It wasn't like, oh, let's create like an ominous feeling or it's creepy like Hereditary, right? Yeah. Like in Hereditary, there were maybe like one, it was like one or two jump scares. They didn't rely on them, that's yeah, for sure. I was, but I was terrified <clears> through the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, no. And, it was only and then they they follow every single terrible horror movie trope of uh, why are you all going off by yourselves? Every, <laughs> every if you see some random person in the woods hey, in hey. a place that you know is yeah, evil, they follow them every single. Just could you hear me smacking my head? Yes, fucking every single time. Like, and the French Canadian dude is the first one to do it. He follow. Uh, it's also like a zombie movie. It's like half a zombie movie. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the the nun that we see kill herself at the very beginning of the movie, he like puts her in like the ice box, like the freezer that they use to store their food. And so whenever they get back to the abbey with the priest and the nun, he's like, oh, he's like, oh she she, she was sitting, yeah, like 
how'd she get set up? And then the, the priest is like, oh, well, there's such things as spasms after death. And I've seen bodies sit up after death. That's no problem. Like, oh. You're not making it any better. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, that's weird. And then they bury her. And then guess what? She shows up and she's a zombie. And she's in the movie several different times. Why are you running with his rope? Yeah, and, just, and it's like, and they show the the whole rope thing. Like she runs away. Like at first he sees her, and he's like, "Okay, I, I guess I could see him questioning, like, hey, maybe she needs some help. Whatever, that's dumb, but whatever." Then he sees her running away, like with a noose attached to her, and they focus on the noose, so we know he sees it. And then he still chases after her. And then he sees her hanging, and he like gets right underneath her to look at her, and then she falls on him. And she, yeah, and then she's just like snapping at him, like ah. <laughs> and then he runs away. away. And honestly, I thought he was gonna die. I was like, okay, yeah, he's gonna be the first one to die. He's not gonna come back for them at the end, cause guess what? He's dead. Then the the whole priest thing, like that was dumb. Like, yeah. Like what? What was that? Like somehow he walks past all this stuff. Doesn't see an open grave. Probably wasn't actually open whenever he walked past it. Then he gets attacked by this demon kid who spits a snake at him, and then he falls into an open grave. And then it just like zooms in. Oh, guess what? It has his name on the tombstone. Oh, guess what? The grave is completely covered up. It was awful. Talk about your favorite part of it. Oh, yeah. Talk about your favorite line, dude. My favorite line? Yeah. No. Towards the end of the movie, um, they find out how to defeat this beast, right? Or how to... The nun. How to close the, uh, the gate to hell or whatever. They're like, oh, we need this little relic that they used before. That, uh, it's the, the blood of Christ. It's a cross that has, like, the blood of Christ. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> it's an actual vial. Yeah. In the shape of a cross. <laughs> Jesus' blood. Not religious guy. The, the French Canadian guy. This was not a vial of Jesus' poop. Yeah. This was his blood. And then like immediately after that the the priest is like, Oh, this can't be handled by me. That needs to be by like a pure bride of Christ. Yeah, the a pure bride of Christ. And so he hands it to the nun chick. Like what? Like for the most part the acting was pretty solid, I would say. Mm Mm-hmm. But there was that one really bad line delivery of the, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh we're, uh, that dude saves him? No. So whenever um, she's like in that hallway and she yeah, first, like that door opens. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah. The, oh, we, the first time she yeah. sees the nun for real, like mm-hmm. she just like does a slow turn and looks at her and she's like, oh, God. <laughs> and then like the uh, room starts to tilt. And so she's like getting pulled into this room. And then Dude, when she act- falls, like the door closes. Yeah. Why? That actress looked like a younger version of uh, whoever the main chick is for the Conjuring movies. I thought that that's where it was going. I thought so too. Actually, no. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's that that actress is from uh, American Horror Story, the first season, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Coven actually. Mm-hmm. I I like her in American Horror Story. Yeah. She was only. I mean, okay she's good in, in the Conjuring, but I was like, <clears throat> is this supposed to be young? Because they look exactly the same. I'm like, this could be her daughter. That's how close it was. You're talking about the the, the actress from the first Conjuring. And then yeah, the older actress. Yeah, well, I'm saying like the one who played the the young nun in this movie mm-hmm. is the one who's from American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were going to go the same way that you were saying. Yeah, because because uh, that lady in the original Conjuring, she has visions mm. as well. So I was like, oh, is this her? They're just recycling stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh man. No. Yes, it's not her. Um, but I call the movie Peekaboo the movie. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Just 
to it, oh, it's not there anymore. The camera would do a convenient and the pan. Would do a pan. <laughs> oh shit! Every time, or they something would go into like that nun that or the nun that went into the confessional room. Mm, oh yeah. Right? <laughs> he walked in there. He's like, "Hold her in there." Right. He's sp- her in. Pulled the door open. Nothing in there. Oh, where'd you go? He spent a surprising amount of time in there because yeah. he's just like feeling the walls. Like, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did she go? I haven't seen crazy stuff happening this entire time I've been here. This chick walking in here, not being in here yeah. is the craziest I, I thing. I only got buried alive 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like. He got buried alive. His he whole reaction to everything. Follow all the clues. Yeah. Scooby-Doo, boy. <laughs> his whole reaction to everything was just ridiculous because, yeah, he gets buried alive. Seeing the kid that he tried to exercise like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then basically he just keeps going along to, to everything. Like he doesn't seem to actually realize that craziness is happening. It's just bad. The movie, I was laughing through a lot of the movie just because of how ridiculous. Because they, everybody just falls into the terrible horror movie tropes. Like, why are you going to follow this? Like, Whenever they all go in, like they all meet up, the the father, the main nun chick, and the French Canadian guy, they all are like, "All right, we know where we need to go now. We got the blood of Christ. We're gonna go into this place and seal up this this opening to hell." <coughs> and then guess what? The first thing they do is they all split up without mm-hmm. even talking about it. Like they're like, "Okay, we need to check all these rooms." And then you see the priest go off. Yeah, and then everyone else just keeps walking. And it's just like, why? The like, all you had to do was say, "Hey, we let's all stay together." They didn't even. I guess at least they never actually just straight out said, "All right, we need to split up." <laughs> but well, it's just like, even if like it wasn't in a world where like horror movies existed or whatever. Like as a filmmaker, you should realize this is this is ridiculous. Why I shouldn't be putting this in my movie because it's dumb. So yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Mike's uh, record light is not on, so hopefully. What? <laughs> Hopefully, you know, this is not a wash. <laughs> Anyways. I guess Frank and so, I will finish this uh, out. Mike's dead. We <laughs> shot him in the head. <laughs> because he said uh, that the nun was a 10 out of 10 and watch it now. <laughs> so we had to murder him. So he's dead. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, the nun is pr- pretty close to Garbaggio. But I can't give it Garbaggio because out of the Conjuring movies, there's been t- there's been two Conjuring movies, a spinoff called Annabelle, and then this one, The Nun. Right? I'm not. Am I missing one? I don't know. I haven't seen any of the other ones. Conjuring. Mm-hmm. I think Conjuring Two. Mm-hmm. Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this is oh, way wow. better. The nun was way better than Annabelle. Okay. Annabelle was so bad. <laughs> well, maybe this won't kill. Annabelle the was Garbaggio, <clears throat> one out of ten. Dang. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed us being back. Shout out to our uh, boys in New York, boys and girls in New York, our boys and girls in Missouri, our boys and girls in Kansas, our boys and girls in Florida. <clears throat> And Callie, keep listening. If you like what you're hearing, go to our Patreon, which we don't plug much because nobody goes there. But you guys can go there. <laughs> if you want to be a patron, you know, help us out a lot. Don't have to give much. We'll give you a shout out, bro. You know? So, yeah. new high quality coming soon. Keith's yeah. still bald. Wow. Just, Thanks. Just in case you guys want to know. Update. Yeah. Mike's not really dead, guys. His mic died. Yeah, his mic died. 
Mike's mic died. All right. Uh, so we'll see you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, at a later date. Later. Bye.